0: This is Jewish Board Talk with Sharice Zephard, only on 101.9 High fm
1: My colleague Stuart Diamond will be leaving his position as the Director of the K-Board at the end of March to follow job opportunities overseas. I have really enjoyed working with Stuart over the past two and a half years, and I thought it might be fun to get his take on what memories he will take with him. Stuart, welcome and thank you so much for joining me.
0: Absolute pleasure, Sharice. Thank you for having me.
1: Um, Stuart, you were a DA councillor before joining the Cape Council, is that correct?
0: Yeah, that's correct. I joined the City Council in 2011 um, and served as the finance portfolio chairperson from 2014. And then after the 2016 local municipal elections, I was uh, asked by then Mayor Patricia DeLille to serve as the mayoral committee member for a brand new portfolio called Assets and Facility Management. Which in its own right gave me some amazing memories, and I, and I got to meet and greet and put on some amazing projects. One of the most enjoyable was bringing the the Dutch and the Swedish uh, women's team and petitioning the city to have it played at Cape Town Stadium. Um, and then really, our, our focused work in a whole host of areas, with the fleet management strategy and the grand parade and the city hall upgrade. So yeah, just a whole lot of positive memories, and it's always nice to drive through your city and kind of still see. The things that you put in place in the early phases are coming to fruition. So yeah, listen, it's, um, that was a memory in itself and, and many, many stories of a water crisis, a, ma- a mayoral crisis, a caucus crisis. But that's, I think that's the, that's the nature of life. I think you are throwing challenges and curveballs and it's how you can find the solutions and how you can overcome them to, to take things forward. And I think yeah, yeah, that's kind of something that I've tried to bring into my work at the board.
1: You know, it's funny you mention that, Stuart, because I remember the first conversation I had with you was not in your capacity as um, a board member, but to discuss the water crisis in Cape Town. And I remember at the time there were all kinds of rumors about Israel and not Israel. And I remember that was our chat initially. And then little did I know, like a couple of months later, we'd be talking more regularly over Jewish community issues. So um, it's funny how life just works. know. Yeah?
0: Yeah, I mean, I said to Viv Anstey, um in reflecting on, on the resignation, which uh, I think what's really touched me deeply is the warm messages that I've received, not just from communal leadership, but my members of the community. Um and I think that's, that's, uh, that is probably going to be my biggest takeaway from, like, from the last, this week. Um to kind of show that actually I did have an impact on people's lives and the things we were trying to do. You know, like, I'm going to shoot straight into it. I think Cape Town is a special Jewish community and I think it's, Especially in so many ways for its unbelievable communal structures um, and what it offers a community of fourteen thousand, and even what we do for the small community of three hundred of what I call Cape Country Jews, uh, and I think that the foundations laid by leaders like Elliot Osrin and others um, are now taken up by, you know, a small group, Philip Roberts, and Seif, for Mark of an Emden, Ronnie Stein, and and the work that they're trying to do in the Cape Town twenty forty project of re. Reimagining Cape Town and its jury and its structure. I think, I think Cape Town jury is in an incredibly healthy place. And I think when you give opportunities to passionate Jews, and I, Sharice, I served, I was already serving the community in lay leadership for many that don't know. I was a governor on the United Heritage Schools Committee. Um, and I also was a, was a board member at the time in, from 2017. I think when you create these opportunities to allow people into spaces, you allow different voices to cultivate and create, um, a far more open, accepting community where different voices are heard and different projects can be brought to the table. So yeah, you know, look, everybody said to me like, it's sad to lose you. And I've said, you know, somebody's departure creates an opportunity for somebody else, but I think Cape Town jury is in, is in, in a good space. Although we're in COVID, I think, you know, I think we're, we're moving towards more opportunities, a stronger community and dealing with the challenges head on and not kind kind of hiding them away and like waiting for them to happen. So, yeah, look, my, my time at the board has been has been amazing. Um I'm not quite sure if you remember when I came in, we had <laughs> the kneeling crisis at Herzliya. We had the fire at Mora Shashul and the desecration of the Wellington Cemetery. And I remember walking into the Wellington Cemetery and this was all within my first month and like looking up and going, like, why are you doing this to me? Like, what is your plan here? Like, can you, like, kind of enlighten me a little bit of, like, and that is the nature of just the of the work we do at the board. It is, I I can never really plan a day. I never know what I'm going to get. I never know what phone call I'm going to get from anti-Semitism to a political connection to an international organization to a vaccine outreach to feeding and helping refugee communities. You know, we do a lot of work at the board. I think a lot of the time... Because we do it quietly and we just get on with on the job, I think our community doesn't realize how protected and how how much is happening behind the scenes for them. And I think I've said this even to Wendy and yourself and even to my board. Sometimes I think we deserve to like promote ourselves a little bit more on the work that we do. Um, the South African Jewish Board of Deputies and the Cape Board of Deputies is one of the premium South African Jewish organizations, and it deserves its space as that. Um, it's professionals across the board, not just in Cape Town, but in Joburg, are passionate, committed Jews who are really trying to make Jewry better, um, to try to give Jews the opportunity to live their best Jewish life, however they identify that to be. And I think that's, that's the role of what we're trying to do. And um, it's been such a privilege being able to do the work from interfaith, intercommunity, country communities, anti-Semitism legal, um I mean, I could go on education and outreach it's and social justice I mean it's somebody said to me, How do you replace it? I said, you know if you 're passionate about the community you 're passionate about it 's like this is an awesome job and a job that has that I will always remember and take over such privilege and honor that I was given the opportunity to kind of just put my little bit of a footprint on it um, and to be part of moving this Jewish story and Jewish narrative forward, and I think i 'll always be so so grateful for that.
1: Stuart, you talk about leaving your footprint. What do you think the biggest impact you've made and how do you think you will be remembered?
0: So somebody asked me when we were sitting down trying to drop the spec this week about what do you think that the, the, your replacement or replacements should bring. I think the thing that I've taken away the most is, and I said that the strength that the person should have is the ability to listen and not react. I think a lot of the time as people, we we have our own natural biases. We have our own fragilities. We have our own positions of where we come from and ideological positions. And I think often in the work of the board, if you bring that into your work, you stop listening and you stop hearing what people are saying. I think a lot of people have said to me, oh, the Jewish community aren't interested, get on with the job, you know, just do what you need to do. I actually believe people are interested. People do want to be heard. People do want to feel that there's a space for them to talk. You know, when I was on my and journey, we spoke a lot about brave spaces rather than what they call safe spaces. I think safe spaces, there's always going to be pain. And I think what we should be cultivating in the community is brave spaces, spaces where people feel that they can come and talk, where their voices will be heard. And I think my takeaway from the work that I've done is that I've been able to build real relationships that have been relationships around with that trust, that people feel they can come and talk, that people feel that they've been heard. And I think it's that ability to sit and listen and not have to talk or respond, that I've been able to step back, reflect, engage their comments, and build build from there. So, okay, I get your pain point or I get where you're coming from. How do I create programs or how do I create um, eventing? that resonates with you, that speaks to you. And I think so often we try to create things that we think are what the community wants. And something I brought in, and I've used it over the last kind of two weeks a lot with my board and my expo, is that we need to stop designing stuff that we think people want. You know, when I was in the city, when we did the project with the grand, Grand Parade with the traders, one of the traders came up to me and said to me, Stuart, I need to tell you something. Nothing for us, Without us. And I think if communal leadership shift that narrative to say nothing for our community without our community, then we'll start to build products and services that resonate. Our schools will be fuller. Our schools will have happier parents. Our welfare institutions and those that go and use those services will feel that they actually resonate and are heard. There are lots of voices, that I talk a lot about this, and I know that there's always this like debate between Joburg jury and Cape Town jury and how different it is. I've learned that whether we like it or not, Cape Town jury is diverse. It is different. Everybody has a different position in Israel. Everybody has a different position on progressive versus orthodox. They've got a different position on whatever the issues of the day are. And I think for me what I've learned is that I've had to master the skill of being able to listen unpack their issues and then try and make them feel that they're heard and that there is a space within the community for them. Alienating Jews and pushing Jews to the fringes doesn't help us. It shouldn't be the case that the only time we, we rally around each other is when Israel's under attack or there's an antisemitism case. We have to build a community that even when we're not under attack as Jews, that there is a, that there is a space that you can identify the way you want to identify and there's a space for you within it. And so this topic around the missing middle needs to come to an end. Um, and we need to find a way to kind of bring everybody in. So, yeah, you know, I think that's that's been one of I think one of my legacies is this ability to listen and try to hear the pain, try to hear where people are coming from and their viewpoint, and kind of work to kind of giving them a product that somehow resonates with them and that they take away. Yeah, look, that's that that would be, I would say, the legacy that I would hope the new board to continue. Um, and another thing that I'm very proud of is that. That we've that in Cape Town we've kind of reasserted not reasserted but we've kind of stepped back up into being that recognised respected organisation that you know through COVID kind of stepped up and like kind of held the community and guided the community and I think that's that's been been very important and then my board um, to see this growth growth of an inclusive board not just a diverse board but inclusive in the sense that it's made up of different component parts of our community. And everybody feels that they can talk and contribute in an environment where it is healthy and productive um, and not divisive. And I think even the shift of our narrative away at no, no Place for Hate to hashtag words matter is that shift to say it's not about the hate, it's not about the devices, but how do we use our words in a productive, constructive manner?
1: Stuart, we have to leave it there. I wish you the best of luck going forward. And just again, to reiterate that I really enjoyed working with you. I remember our numerous conversations. Sometimes, you know, you were traveling uh, <coughs> the countryside and couldn't talk and the signals weren't great. Sometimes it was just after an anti-Semitic incident. Whatever it was, you handled it with absolute finesse And as you say, um, open ears, open mind. And I really thank you for coming on and wish you luck going forward. Thank you very much.
0: Thanks, Sharice, and thank you to your team also in the Joburg office for allowing me the space to debate hard and, and robustly, but also to being such a supportive uh you know more, more than just colleagues, friends. And I think that that's something that I will take away. So thank you to all of you as well.
1: Thank you very much. That was Stuart Diamond, who will be leaving his position as the director of the Cape Board SA Jewish Board of Deputies in March to follow opportunities overseas. So-